Welcome to Click Star, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Spees. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Clickstaff today. This is your host, Daniel Powell, speaking. Just want to let everyone know that Clickstaff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com, the world's largest Hero Clicks retailer. Find Hero Clicks new and old on Trollandtoad.com. Save 5% off your Hero Clicks order using coupon code Clickstaff. Uh, merchant and pre order items do not apply. Uh, if you like what you hear today on Clickstaff, um, check us out at patreon.com forward slash Clickstaff. Um, $5 and above gets entered into our exclusive Discord server uh, for HeroClix tips and strategies. Uh, and a dollar and above gets entered into our monthly giveaways. Just currently posted one for the month of March, which is a $50 web credit to trollandtoad.com, being a patron. Uh, gets you entered into that along with um, entry on a comment on your favorite new rules change. Uh, so joining me tonight is Jason, actually still does physically exist as a person, Alvi. That's right. I got to roll dice this weekend. That yeah, was good can, stuff. Can confirm. <clears throat> and then Alex will confirm he is still actually a person in a few days. Coos. Yo, guys, PSA, lightning's no joke, man. Don't mess with lightning. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so our current situation, uh, Jason's finally got his headset situation figured out. Alex uh, had lightning fry his computer, and he's on his laptop. Um, so, And then uh, our guest tonight is uh mr clicks cup himself david newmark what up (laughs) yeah we need like a a audience cheering whenever we have a guest (laughs) yeah we haven't had a guest on in a while for one um and just uh, just hasn't been a lot going on to have someone on uh but now we're we're getting a little uh a little hope I'm going to call yeah. it. Things are changing. Uh, vaccines are rolling out. Um, I, uh, I've i got the antibodies for 90 days. Yep. I'm half uh, vaccinated. You're half vaccinated. Bring it I'm on. Alex, 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 missed, Alex missed his vaccination appointment, apparently, and no. let, uh, let, let, um, let all the doses <sighs> in Chattanooga expire. No, I didn't. I didn't miss my appointment. I missed the opportunity to sign up for an appointment. That's fair. That's I'm fair. not. I am not like. I am not qualified until like freaking May or June or whatever. And there was like a one time. Hey, things are gonna expire. We won't look at your qualification sheet. Just, <laughs> just sign up. Come on. And I, I, I didn't sign up in time. I just. I didn't think. Fail. Yeah. Well. <laughs> What about you, David? Are you fully? Are you? Uh, are you? Uh, do you have to wait until uh, till May? Yeah, I think in uh, New York State. Well, I'm waiting for the Johnson Johnson. 
Johnson vaccine because I would rather just get one shot and get it over with because I'm not a huge fan of needles. So I believe actually that shot is being delivered to New York state this week. And I, if I'm not mistaken, eligibility requirements for all adults, I believe will be open next month. So I'm pretty sure that I will be vaccinated by the end of April. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, so, I mean, I don't mind to share. So we haven't had a podcast in a couple weeks. Um, that's that's because I caught the Rona. Um, oh. Among other things, yeah. So uh, I had just signed up for my vaccine appointment because um, Kentucky expanded their essential workers at the beginning of March. And, uh, yeah, I ended up catching the Corona. They, I did get the, the antibody treatment, so I was – over it quicker than other folks that I've heard. Um, but that does keep me from getting the vaccine for 90 days. So I'm going to be early June now. What were you going to say? Did you have serious symptoms? Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't lose my taste or smell, but, um, I did, uh, I did have bad chest congestion and uh, the lungs burning was probably the bad one. Um, but luckily, my oxygen level never dropped. I never had any trouble breathing. So, like, it was bad symptoms, you know, relatively, but not, like, the worst corona symptoms. Yikes. So, yeah. It was a, it was not a fun couple of weeks there, so. Oh, glad you're better. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm glad to have those antibodies and stuff and whatnot. So, yep. It was funny the uh, the gal, the nurse said she was like, uh, "Do you want the antibody treatment if you come back positive?" And I'm like, "I don't know what that is." And she's like, "It's the same thing Trump got." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take that, I guess." <laughs> um, <laughs> Sign me up. He was up and moving in like two days. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, that's that's got to be decent, right? So yeah, give me your miracle drug, please. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I just thought it was funny that that's how they had to, that's how she had to qualify it, right? Is like that was her like dumb people understanding. I mean, I'm not like a, you know, a, um, I'm not a medical person, right? But um, it was still funny to. Um, <laughs> It was still funny for her to be like, it's the Trump treatment. And I'm like, oh, well, you could have explained it to me and not where I'm dumb words. But, uh, yeah, I'll take the I'm dumb words, I guess. So, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, I think uh, May 1st, everyone's opening up for vaccines. Um, you know, uh, and they've already got close to 100 million done, so I'm sure not everybody's listening for uh, for COVID updates. But it is relevant because you know, with May opening up, you know, get out there, get that stick in your arm. You know, that's my recommendation, and that gets us closer to herd immunity, which means things like the Clicks Cup and the end of <laughs> July are a lot safer to have. That's right. That's the idea. Yeah. 
So, uh, so Dave, uh, you're, uh, you know, you've never been on the podcast before. We, we know we've got you on today to mainly talk about the Clicks Cup, and uh, but with you know, with everyone we have on, um, you know, we have to, we, we want to, we want to learn a little bit about you. The fans want to learn a little bit about you. I mean, they know, they know you love Clicks, right? Anyone that's seen you on Facebook know that you like to get the, you know, you like to get the figures, you like to collect, and um, mm-hmm. so. How long have you been playing Hero Clicks, and kind of what what got you into the game? Uh, that's actually a, a good story. Um, my father would often frequent our local comic store when I was younger, and when the first set came out, our local comic store, like the weekend of like the grand release or the you know the the initial release, they had a poster out. And, you know, they had a game, you know, set up where the, you know, the judge was there and there was a few people like filtering in and out and they had gone up to my dad and, you know, I was young at the time and they're like, you know, Joe, we know you like comics and you like games. So, um, there's this new game that just came out with, you know, um, uh, superheroes and he said, oh, wow, I'd like to learn it with my son. So when the first set came out, it was something that my, my father and I picked up to bond over um, and we played for, you know, years until um, I think Hammer of Thor, you know, when, when the game w- was going to stop. And then we stopped. We got caught up with other things. And, and you know, I took a several year break and got back in. Oh, what was the set? The set right before Deadpool X-Force. I forgot which, what it was. But I got back in as I became, you know, more of an adult. And I uh, just you know, became addicted to it again. And, um, you know, I love collecting. Like you said, I have to have every piece in the set. Um, but I also love playing. I'm just not super huge on, you know, competitive playing. I I will play it here and there, but I I enjoy a casual clicks game more than competitive, but I enjoy watching competitive. Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. So you, uh, you joined back in during, um, um, and I, I don't know if you've heard Alex mention it, but Deadpool and the X-Force, uh, so the set right before that... Was well, Turtles be, 3 and then Joker's Wild before that. Yeah, right. Joker, right. So, so, yeah, that's the... Uh, wild. Yeah. Dark Ages. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the Dark Ages. That's the... Alex is going to do the uh, the 20 for 20, 20 no, on 20. 30, 30, or, 30 for 30. 30 for 30, yeah, <laughs> when, uh, from the... Uh, Joker's Wild to ADW six months of uh, of hell um, for competitive. Yeah, for competitive. <laughs> you um, know, Joker's Wild. I remember if you take the entire set and dump it out on the table, it was like four hundred points. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, it was not. Uh, it was not a. I never liked Joker's Wild. Like it's just not a. It, it had mean, some cool pieces, but like overall, it was just a set that's like okay. Well, yeah, I mean, take out Bizarro Green Arrow and Jakeem Thunder. What do you have? I mean, yeah, yeah, like now I had the, my my precious penguins, so I, I'm oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, who doesn't like making a pulse wave penguin? Exactly, exactly. But <laughs> I remember, I feel like I remember from that set that the collation or whatever was pretty bad on it as well. Like, there's those sets you remember just like buying a brick or a case and you always left disappointed. There's just certain ones, and I felt like Joker's Wild was one for me. Yeah, so, I mean, Superior Foes had the really bad collation because it was the first of the sketches. Mm. So I think Joker's Wild had that figured out. 
Yeah, they um, still had sketches, though, but they weren't as yeah. bad. Right. Yeah, and who remember uh, um, Deadpool X-Force? I was at a store. We opened up 50 cases and, um, you know, to sell singles. And when I was at the store, they were missing three of the chases because <laughs> they just kept getting duplicates of some of the chases. Right. And then some other stores were getting like four and five Ultra Chase Deadpools. And, yep. and I think that still happens today. Yeah. There's, there's still <laughs> a, a regional. And, and that's one of those like I'm a data guy. So part of me is like, I wish I had the data just to see like how, like in this in this last set with uh, the Future Foundation, like certain regions just got a ton of prisoners, prisoner of dooms, and then like certain reason, yes. regions just got none. Like my region, we got du- duplicate cases, like we got a lot of the same stuff, and then it happened elsewhere. Like I almost wish we had the data to kind of dig into it and be like, okay, what happened? But yeah, there's out. there's a I don't know if it's so much a regional thing as it is. I mean, it might be right, but I think it's which warehouse it comes out of, mm-hmm. um, because I'm fairly certain that we've, we've got three stores uh, local to me and I always get a good collation. Now, if I buy at the same store, uh, I've gotten duplicate cases. But the three different stores, I think, get from different locations, different warehouses, and I end up with good collation if I buy from three separate stores. Mm. Now, do you, do, you, do you know if the three different stores have the same – like, for, for locally, we have three stores, and I'm pretty sure the same alliance rep works for all three stores. So, all right. So I think one of them gets it from Diamond. Which I understand is, you know, I understand that that's alliance, but, um, you know, I think maybe they, you know, maybe set stuff aside differently. I don't have any data to prove that, right? Um, but my data is I've gotten duplicate bricks from the same store, but not so much if I buy from these three separate stores. And, and I know that they run their businesses a little bit differently, Um I need to, I don't know. I might ask them that. Like, who's your alliance rep? Oh. Or look and see where the cases come from next time. See if they're shipped from the same place to confirm that. I opened up uh, three cases of, of Future Foundation, bought from the same store in Florida. And I had two identical bricks in one case. I got two of those six arm uh, Doom chases. Yeah. Wow. I've seen that. I saw that one happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. I mean, you know, that's strange, but I wasn't complaining because two $90 chases, you know, in one case that pays for the whole case, you know? Right. Yeah, we had um, between two stores, three identical cases because me and my buddy, we would he opened uh, Aaron Morgan. He opened the mm-hmm. a booster and he's like, hey, I pulled a, a prisoner. And I was like, all right, does the prisoner have a dragon man, a thing robot? And these other two pieces, and he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "That's the same as that booster." And then, like, and then, like a week later, another friend from the other store is like, "Hey, I opened this brick when I got a prisoner." I was like, "What was in the booster?" And I was like, ah, "I bet you it's these four figures." Yep. It's like I could tell you the rest of the pieces you pulled from that brick, and lo and behold, yeah, it was sad, but I mean, at least it was a chase. I mean, at least it wasn't a brick that like didn't have a chase in it, and it wasn't Valeria, so. Right. Yeah, it was one, not one of the not one of the low ones, right? Right. Yep. Even though I think Doctor Thing is still going for undervalue, 
Yeah. Yeah. He is. They're all good in my eyes. I mean, I'll play all of them. Yeah, they're all they're all really good. So, I mean, this is a good question, you know, as we talk about this. Um, do you think um, do we think that the Wonder Woman chases will be high value? Like high like, you know, DJ Doom is $165. Do we think there'll be a Wonder Woman chase hit that high. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I don't see anything yet that would be, you know, 165 to 170. So I think some of, like, maybe the Commissioner, the Sky Tyrant, like, the ones, maybe. But I'm under the impression with 12 chases, this is going to be a set where we get one a brick. Like, that Mm, happens typically. So if it's with 12 chases. So if it's one a brick, that plummets prices a bit. Yeah, they said one a brick. Yeah. So yeah, that fingers crossed. I mean, it's, we, there, no, the Whiskids actually put that on one of the solicits. It said one chase per brick. Really? Something. Yeah, I I I I know really? I saw it somewhere. <clears throat> I'll I'll find it, but I know I remember looking at the the paper about it, and it said one chase per brick. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to find it, but it's like you know Batman the animated series. You're right. It, yeah. it plummeted the prices. Yeah, except for Brainiac. Brainiac was still hot, hot stuff. Well, yeah. But that's because yeah. you could play so many of them. There's no pieces that you could play like ten of them. Right. Yeah. There, there's yeah. There's nothing that's. I mean, we'll get into our set review in the next couple of weeks here, as everything's pretty much. But no, like so, like the commissioner is unique. Yeah. Um. And, and everyone else is like fifty points or. Yeah, I mean the the. The I could see the um, the lanterns being pretty high value, um, but like I don't think like so like if I'm if I'm if I thought if I remember my War Light days well like a Red Lantern Guy Gardner is not as collectible as a Green Lantern Guy Gardner. The Red Lantern is a little bit more niche as a collector that it might make his price a little bit lower. I think just with this being from th- these are all from Blackest Night, right? Am I am I thinking that right or am I wrong? That's from but, War of Light or Blackest Night. Both, yeah, I Bla- think. yeah. So I think these are collectible anyway. Uh, people love lanterns. This is the first lantern like heavy thing we've gotten in a while, so they're gonna be collectible. Yeah. I, I just think, like, I feel completely different than I felt, like, two days ago. Like, the reveals today and yesterday made me feel a little bit better about the chases. Like, Commissioner and Guy Gardner bump up the chases quite a bit. Because before that, it was like, okay, maybe I'll get Sky Tyrant or Scarab. But, like, eh. I'll just trade for the Doom that I'm missing <laughs> with the whatever chase <laughs> I pull. But now it's like... Okay, I mean, four out of twelve isn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Are we missing any of them yet? Uh, we don't have the We're, yellow one, right? Do we have the? Yeah, yellow we don't. One? We don't have the, the yellow. We've got uh, Hal Jordan. Yeah. 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 We've got sixty-three, sixty-four, sixty-five, sixty-six, sixty-seven, uh, sixty-eight, sixty-nine, seventy, seventy-one. We're missing seventy-two and seventy-five. 
So we're missing two of the ten. If I'm doing this math correctly. Or two of the twelve, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're missing we've got all of the the secret six, I think, right? Yeah, we've got all the secret six. Or whatever they're called. We, Wait, do we have all the secret six? Yeah, we've got King Shazam, Scarab, Sky Tyrant, Deathbringer, Commissioner, and Supergirl. So that's six. Right, right. And then we've got Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, Wonder Woman, and The Flash. All right, so hold on. Let's go by. This is curious because I would think we can predict. So we've oh, got Sinestro. We got so Sinestro. That's Indigo. Flash is blue. Guy so Gardner is we're red. We're just missing 72. We're just missing Hal. Yeah, yellow oh. Hal Jordan. Yeah. Was, wouldn't there be a 75 too or no? No, that'd be seven chases. Okay, so there it's yellow Lantern Hal is the only one that we're missing? Yeah. I guess we got all the pictures, so there's nothing to really guess there, right? Yeah. But it's, it's I don't been, know. It's I'm, been very hit or miss with these. Yeah, I mean the, the I don't know the I, I just the collectability part mm. of it's going to like bug the crap out of me because these <laughs> they're they're fifty points for just uh, on the by and large not that great. Yeah. Like I mean, we saw guy today, and guys like dependent on your opponent clumping up their pieces. Uh, he's still good without that, but I get right, what 12, you mean. 18, 3, 50 yeah. points. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, it's still good. And I, well, the other thing that bugs me in general is that they gave him three range instead of giving him giant reach. Yeah. Nothing else in the world bugs me more about dial design than when they give someone range when it's probably meant that they have giant reach. Yeah, an oversight. Yeah. You know, there's no orange lantern uh, in this group of stuff. I wonder if there's one of those they didn't show. It was the blackest. Not- well, there's only one orange person, right? Well, when we had that starter from that, uh, Lex Luthor was the orange lantern in that starter. Um, but isn't isn't it what's his face, Larflees yeah. or whatever? Yeah, Larflees. Like, what? yeah. Everything. I don't know, I'm counting here, Alex. So, Wonder Woman, Jessica, Guy, Flash, Sinestro, Supergirl, Commissioner, Deathbringer, Sky Tyrant, Scarab. Okay, King Shazam is 11, so there's definitely only the one missing. Yeah, we're just missing Hal. We don't have Lara Fleas, because I think it was still Lara Fleas and Blackest Night, right? It was. Or Brightest Day, whichever one this is based on. Lex became an Orange Lantern for a bit, yeah, but... So, I guess... Maybe it's it's one of those Con Le's we'll get down the road. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, so we've got all the super rares, right? Well, do we have the super rare prime yet? Uh, that's the Wonder Woman. She's the A. I don't think so. So we're missing the super rare prime. I will say they've done a much better job with like 
not having a lot of things spoiled this time Yeah, around. you know what? I'm wondering that, like, if there's a bunch of constructs that they just haven't previewed yet. Oh, man, like, what if... Like, oh, no, what if it's, like... like uh, what if it's like they originally planned for the constructs to be like WKO prizes or something? Oh man. Oof. Mm. What? I mean, that, isn't it a little strange though? We're almost still six weeks away from release, and we basically have the entire set spoiled. Yeah. Um, well, no. Um, uh, pre-release starts in two weeks. Oh, they're doing pre-release again. Yeah, but it's just to buy your buy the product at your store pre-release. Oh, I didn't know that was happening. Yeah, that's happening in two weeks. Yeah, yeah but still, your point. I think your point's true, David. It's kind of early for them to do this, but I guess it's because they're going to talk rules and have all the rules stuff. And yeah, that's true. And and they probably wanted to de- uh, give hype a bit for like the the battlegrounds or the starter sets so that way mm-hmm. stores had time to maybe add more to their order if need be because absolutely six to eight weeks out i think you could still add to your alliance orders mm-hmm. and still be okay so yeah so do we have the common prime yet we don't have we don't have the common prime or the super air prime uh wasn't Con- no common prime was the the the, gor- the gorilla wasn't no, no he's the he's the, he's the uncommon prime who was donna troy donna uh, troy's uh, uh, oh uh, donna troy is the common prime then yeah there, there's a donna troy that i i've seen like 20 times no she's the uncommon isn't she i think she's uncommon is there two uncommon primes because i'm looking right here tofalar <laughs> is the uncommon prime and then there is two uncommon primes. There Donna Troy's right. number thirty-one. Yeah, so there is two uncommon primes. There's no common prime. There's no common what? prime. Yeah. Well, that we knew that was coming in in the X-Men set. There's no uncommon prime in that set. There's two rares and two super rare primes. So maybe they're just slowly Wait, stepping up. Wait, the upcoming X-Men set? Yeah. There's two super rare. Pr- oh, that's right. There is two super. Yeah, they're doing away with common and uncommon, which is smart because anybody who opens a common prime is like, well, this unless it's an amazing figure like Bishop, you're instantly like, okay, well, there goes my chase. Like, Worst day ever. Yeah, but if it's a rare prime, you at least got a chance of some. Value. Imagine, imagine spending a hundred and fifty dollars on a brick, and the special figure in it is four dollars and fifty cents. Yep. Well, I don't have to imagine it. I've done it. Yeah, <laughs> me, me too. Imagine mm-hmm. opening eight cases and you've got a dozen common primes. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's a good collation bump for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, uh, I don't know. There's a lot to talk about in the set review, but we need those two primes, right? I, I hesitate to, like, start our set review recording before everything's reviewed. Um, just because what if like the common, the, the, or the, the prime that we're missing makes a big difference. It's not likely, but it's possible. And and we're still kind of left in the dark about the, the comprehensive rule book because there's still a lot of questions about how certain things work. And these figures were built on these things that we still may not know about. 
That's right. So, so it's like, okay, well, could this piece be great? We, well, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, we think so, but right. if this mechanic's gone, then yeah, no, it's Paul not Smith, great. Please. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a good question about the pulse wave. But the, that uh, if you want to get the uh, the decisive or divisive, that's the word. On the Heroclix community, sit, open a debate about whether this pulse wave change is legit, and they want it to be this way. Uh, You'll get I mean, so many people that are yeah. like, "Yeah," so many people are like, "No." Well, it does suck getting pulse wave for eight, you know, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Right, but now you can't increase damage like that, so right, you're not exactly. get pulse wave like that. Right, no matter what. Yeah, but and I mean, I, even getting hit for four or five straight through with no chance of you know doing anything still sucks. But I would like them to bring it back if if you know they didn't intend it to be one or more. As, you know, as, you know the 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 powers comboing you know is a new thing. You know, a different a, a change back to pre twenty seventeen rules. But it's funny that you mentioned that because. I, it harkens back to when I win Kentucky States for the first time. In top four, I pulse wave Tommy Lytle's Jakeem off of elevation. So I took him from top to KO. I dealt eight clicks of damage to him with one pulse wave. <laughs> but I went to I went to six damage pulse wave and then not, had chose force blast and then knocked him off of elevation. And, um and then dealt a total of uh, you know seven damage to him or eight eight clicks of damage. <laughs> yeah, like I'm playing in the uh, the JSA charity event and I, I'm playing double uh, Stardusts and I am so thankful we're not playing into the new rules because double Stardust would just feel bad <laughs> if I was only doing one damage pulse wave all the time. Wouldn't take you very far. Yeah, definitely not. So, <laughs> so, um, so David, the uh, the other question that we have to ask everybody is uh, is a very important one. Um, so, uh, Mr. Chomps has been in hibernation for a while, um, you know, with uh, with 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 COVID and all. You know, he he's kind of stayed. Um, you know, at the swamp, and you know he hasn't gotten out and really talked to anybody. But uh, I, I rang him. A up. Hermit. Yeah, I, I rang him up today, and um, so uh, Mr. Chomps was wanting to know, um, David, would you rather wrestle Mr. Chomps to the death or drive your favorite car into a lake? Ooh, drive my favorite car into a lake because the insurance company will probably pay me more than what I paid for it. Oh, man, see, that's just such a – even if it's, it's – they're going to know that you drove it into a lake. <laughs> Mr. Chops is going to video you doing it. Yeah, he'll be in the oh, lake waiting for you. you're forcing my hand. Well, Wait, uh, hold on real quick. Is Mr. Chomps an alligator or a crocodile? He's an alligator. He's an alligator. Okay, that's what I so, thought. So we got to worry because David's in Florida, so he's got experience with these alligators, right? Don't they have so, those down there? 
Yeah, so what I would probably do in that case, having experience, I would probably running shot pulse wave the alligator under the old rules. Then I would get in the car driving in the lake and get my insurance check. That's true. <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's, a, that is a, that's an acceptable answer. Deal. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't think Mr. Chomps knows that there's new rules yet. So. Yeah, no. we've got to talk, we've got to talk to him about it. Um, he'll be nobody really threatened to pulse wave him either. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Mr. Chomps has uh, has gone to the links of eating puppies before and has not been threatened with a pulse wave. Yeah, Ever. he's not yeah. going to take a pulse wave. So I don't know. Mr. Chomps would be excited that he can use a uh, flurry and exploit together now. For the first time ever. And blades. Yeah. Yeah, and blades. So Jason, yeah, was those... flurry was was flurry exploit or David, you might know, was flurry exploit ever a thing? No. Not that I remember. Yeah, I don't remember that. Mm-mm. That's funny. It just it's just like uh, exploit was always a close, like and yet and that was what uh, flurry was, and you couldn't do both. Right. It's funny. Yep. Charge, charge, flurry, exploit, <clears throat> in the name of simplicity. So, um, all right, David. Well, just uh, we want to talk a little bit about the Clicks Cup. Just uh, I tell you what, I'll, I'll turn the floor over to you. You kind of tell us what the uh, where it's at, what it's about, how much it's going to cost, what all you're going to have, and what all we can expect to play down there. Sure. So you know. Um, Everybody has been has been chomping at the bit to get back into playing, you know, hero clicks in person. And, you know, really this event, we well, I wanted to, you know, it, it's kind of twofold. It's creation because one, you know, we haven't had a larger in-person event in, you know, since Worlds, which we're coming up almost on two years. So everybody is ready to get back. I finally felt like it was a safe enough time where we could do something like this you know, and, and run, you know, a minimal um, exposure risk to COVID, especially with vaccinations coming up, like you had said, and everything like that. And then the other part of it was, you know, people, I, I, I had pulled a few people and asked, you know, um, I'd asked, you know, what did you want to see in an event, like a larger event that you haven't seen before, or there isn't much of? A lot of people had said that they wanted more varied um, style games, you know, at the event other than just 300 point modern or team sealed. So, um, you know, with that, I said, okay, we, we have to do the staple of 300 point modern and we have to do the staple of team sealed, you know, people are going to want that no matter what. But then I decided that it was probably a good idea to add in two separate events, um, you know, to that. So, you know, we, we came up, well, I came up with, you know, on, on Thursday night, there's a more casual, you know, Mighty Thor and on event where there's some restrictions and whatnot, but it's a more casual style game. And on Sunday, there's also going to be a more casual style game. And that one is, is being tweaked as we speak. Uh, but, you know, additionally, beyond that, you know, uh, I had had a lot of people say that they wanted something, you know, fun also you know, at, at, at a, a larger event. So, you know, you go to Worlds or you go to Nats or whatnot, you, you play Hero Clicks from morning until 
you know, dinner time, and then you're kind of on your own. And, you know, that is, that is good. You could still do that at this event, but on Friday night, we have a, a banquet style dinner with some entertainment, some giveaways, <coughs> good food, um, drinks, everything like that, you know, because the community of HeroClix, especially the community, uh, you know, that you see that go to cons and things like that is pretty tightly knit. So I wanted to bring something cohesive together that everybody could have fun at, you know, kind of relax a little bit because, you know, competition can can sometimes tense you up a little. So we really want to add that aspect, too, because a lot of people I talked to said, hey, you know, there's nothing, you know, fun otherwise, you know, other than playing clicks with everybody. So, uh, you know, with that being said, the event is at the um, Hyatt Regency in Orlando on International Drive. So it's right in the middle of Disney Universal. There's tons of shopping, tons of food, uh, July 22nd to July 25th. Uh, we have organized a, a pretty severe room discount for people who are staying at the resort. And there's going to be basically three and a half days of hero clicks and fun. Um, Thursday night, we have, like I said, the casual event. You know, people get in Thursday and, you know, you probably want to settle down, go to your room, get some food. So we have an event running late night. I did, um, I, I was able to secure the event space, which is 9,000 square feet. It's our second largest ballroom for the entire weekend. So we have it from Thursday, you know, for setup. And then, you know, uh, we're playing, you know, starting at 8 or 8.30 through the entire weekend until Sunday at midnight. So if people want to stay in the room and play clicks at night after the event or, you know, what have you, that we don't have time limitations or anything like that. Um, the event itself is, um, run to pretty strict COVID regulations. The space that we have is actually, um, there for 450 guests in a classroom style setting, which is what we're doing for COVID though. It's too, it's reduced to 225. So I've reduced that even by half, uh, just to make sure we're extra safe. You know, you have to wear a mask at all times, except when you're seated at the uh, banquet dinner. Um, you have to have your temperature taken upon entry. There's hand sanitizer that you have to use when you walk in and there's hand sanitizer at all the tables, uh, for after you play each game. So we really wanted to do this as safe as possible. Um, and you know, other than that, we have our 300 point modern, we have team sealed. We have the two other events. There's also battle royales going on. We have house rules gaming as the retailer on site. Uh, there's going to be tons of, you know, giveaways. If you stay at the hotel, we're giving away an ultra chase Deadpool, you know, the new one and a uh, case of X-Men to two people. So, you know, you have a high chance of at least winning something just for showing up. There's t-shirts. Uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. So registration actually opens midnight for that. And then in the morning, you'll see a post basically blitzed in all of the groups you know, how to register and everything like that. That's nice. I like it. That was, sounds like a lot of fun. I will say um, it's a very bold move to have the 300-point modern tournaments happen while riding Space Mountain. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting event. I, I hadn't even thought of having to make your moves while going through all of that. Definitely heightens, heightens the... Uh, the, the the stress wouldn't that be fun yeah i mean a lot of people are doing a lot of people are actually making disney vacations out of the trip because 
you know, Orlando's the biggest destination or tourist destination spot in America. So, you know, there's a lot to do and, and, um, COVID has pretty much settled down quite a bit in Florida and, you know, we just want to be safe, but I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. Isn't that because everybody in Florida got COVID? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, pricing. So you asked about pricing. Sorry, yeah. I forgot about that one. It's okay. Um, so the event starts at, I believe, see, I, I don't even know. It starts at like 170 or 175 and goes all the way up to 250, I believe, or 260. So at the base level event, what you get is, you know, you get to play in the Thursday night, Friday, and Sunday event. You get a custom uh, Jeremiah Peterson bystander token with the with the Clicks Cup logo on it and everything like that. And there's going to be snacks um, and and water and soft drinks served throughout the the entire event. Uh, y- you step up um, one ticket to the silver. You know that was the bronze. You step up to the silver ticket for only thirty dollars more, and you get the banquet. Um, so the banquet has giveaways. Uh, we're going to have a, a guest speaker there with like a fun contest uh, where people are going to make teams and stuff like that. And, um, you know, there's there's a, a five star meal with drink and that's only thirty dollars. But the actual cost of the banquet is, is far higher than that. So that adds that. And then you go up one and, and that includes your entry into team sealed. And then you go up to the highest one and it includes a T-shirt. And, you know, you can kind of a la carte style some things, but you know, the main bulk of the cost just goes into getting the massive event space, you know, and, and partially paying for the banquet and, and everything extra like that. And, you know, personnel is a huge cost and there's tons of prizing. I mean, I, I, I have over, I want to say when we calculated it the other day, it was over $4,000 of prizing. So it's going to be a lot. That definitely sounds like a lot. That sounds cool. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe you'll get the, all the uh, good, um, all the good bricks, uh, and then all the all the all the house rules gaming bricks that they'll have there will uh, all have Ultra Chase Deadpool's in it. Yeah, wouldn't that be funny? Good gravy. <laughs> Just imagining Team Sealed. Just like everyone Imagine- pulling those. <laughs> Full of birthday cake Deadpools. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine battle royales. One of four people at the table is getting a ultra chase Deadpool. There's gonna be some some dice throwing in that game. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I like the idea that it's a huge space. I mean, I like that anyways, right? I mean, even if the room held 450 and there wasn't COVID. I don't want to be in a room with 450 people in a room designed for 450 people anyways. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's, it's way too cramped like that. And you know, that is where some of the cost also went to that and also having it more after hours. But you know, they had another ballroom that was like 4,200 square feet that could do like 190 or 150 safely in COVID. Um, or 140 and I said it's just it's just too close and I'd rather you know have a little bit of room to grow so basically you know registration opens tomorrow and there's going to be a certain amount of people that can register within the first week and then the next week there's going to be some more so that way you know if you can't you know if if for whatever reason you don't have 
uh, plans cemented this week or, you know, it's it's too much for you to do this week or whatnot. There's always there's going to be more um, spots that open up and we can even increase the cap just a little bit more and still make it very, very safe. Yeah, that's nice. I like the idea of staggering out the tickets. Right. So if you don't, you know, if you don't get paid until next week, right, you can. Uh, get your tickets next week instead instead of this week absolutely and you don't have to pay for the hotel up front either so they just take a you know uh they just take your card number as a you know uh, a guarantee but you don't actually get charged until you check in so all you have to do right now is pay for your event ticket it'll be all taken care of and then you know you pay that discounted rate when you get to the hotel Yeah, that's really that's what sounds like a lot. It sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, so um, I apologies if this is me being a little too forward with this question. So the reason that you're sure. is the reason why you're having the registration closed on four twenty two. You have to put like a deposit down on everything, or or so I. Oh no, not too forward at all. So I've actually already put down a deposit that is almost four thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Um. The reason why I have to have the registration close on 422 is because we have to make sure that we have all the funds to purchase the product um, and the um, event space has agreed to a, a very small discount if the event was prepaid ahead of time. Gotcha. So, you know, we close it in 422, mm-hmm. so it's 30 days, so it should be long enough. Look, if a few stragglers come in after the fact, it's fine. I just don't want everybody waiting till the last second. And then, you know, it gets pushed to like, you know, end of May or whatnot. And then it becomes a rush to, I want to make sure, you know, we have enough product for this or that. And we really have to know too, to, you know, how many people are coming for Team Sealed or playing Battle Royales. You know, because if we don't know that, I can't guarantee, you know, our pre-orders are going to be 100% there. So I don't want to scramble last minute for these things because it's it's actually a ton of planning and I no absolutely <laughs> I somewhat underestimated mm-hmm. what it would be and it's just become a lot you know we went through that rebranding when um, someone brought to my attention that you know we can't copy anything from the Olympics then I went to my attorney who was drawing up some paperwork already and he agreed a hundred percent said he got to rebrand it. Um, you know, I had to get liability waivers drafted up, everything like that. I mean, it's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I think my only um, thing you might run into with this registration time period is I think there's still a lot of people that would only feel comfortable going to one of these events if they had the vaccine. And there's still some uncertainty about mm-hmm. when people could get the vaccine. Like, sure. Like me, for example, I don't know outside of that one time I had, I don't know when the next time I'll be able to get the vaccine. Um, but sure. if if some stragglers might could add on afterwards or or, or something, uh, I think that's fine. And I, I don't know, you might work with people on, on certain things. I just know that there's going to be some, some pe- une- uneasiness, right? Like there's people of that course. are concerned that it's like not even covid uh precautions are good enough for some people like they want to just get the vaccine which is fine of course Uh, of course and i totally respect all those people um you know who have that fear that notion 
And, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm somewhat flexible. I just needed to have the bulk of people, you know, right. registered before. I mean, look, here's the thing. It's supposed to, the player cap was supposed to be 100 to 105. Um, we're still within like 25% capacity if I open it up to 125. So the idea is, you know, if by 422, say I have 100 people registered and there's, you know, 30 people or 40 people on the wait list or whatnot, you know, ready to register, it's one thing. But if I only have 70 or 80 or whatever it is, we can extend registration, but at least we have the bulk of what we know is going to come, you know, right beforehand. Okay. That, and that's perfect. I think that was my, as someone who was kind of in that boat, where I'm like, sure. I would feel more comfortable if I had the vaccine to, to spend sure. the money to go down. But I don't know. I mean, everyone hears, and we talked about it at the beginning of the show, you know, May is probably the month. And so, yeah, that's good. That's good to have some flexibility. But I understand definitely you, you want to know that you're getting close to that number. And it, it makes exactly. sense. I mean, because to be honest with you, I'll be completely honest with you. The cost to hold the event for you know, basically 80 to 90 people is in excess of $20,000. So with that being said, you know, it has to be something that's timed ahead of time rather than something, you know, two weeks before in early July, everybody's vaccinated and they say, I'm a free person, you know, I want to go. And, you know, maybe some of those stragglers will be able to get in late. But for the most part, we have to have the bulk, you know, and 30 days. Hopefully people have, vac- you know, vaccines scheduled by the end of that 30 days and they know they're getting them or whatnot, you know. Makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and maybe, uh, you know, maybe if you're getting a little worried on the the, uh, um, the, the, the numbers, right, and, and making your numbers, right. Um, you know, maybe there's a possibility that you could just say, it's just, that's just the idea of say, well, you know, you won't be able to do, you can still come, but you can't do the team sealed or, um, you know, the things that require product, right? Cause you know, you might just have people that would just want to come down and play in the two casual events and, uh, sure. 300 modern, right. Or, you know, if you got to lock in your banquet that far in advance, right. Say, Hey, you know, can't do the banquet and you can't do team sealed, but you can do everything else, right? As things, you of know, course. There for those, for some, for some, maybe some of those last stragglers, right? Yeah, Dan, you're a hundred percent correct. And you know, even with that being said, I could even try and accommodate team sealed. You know, getting extra product isn't the hardest thing in the world. You know, unless the set it can be, it can be, out. yeah, <laughs> unless it's it completely pulled out, but yeah. We'll have a little bit of extra there because we plan on stuff like that. So we'll have a few cases, maybe more extra, you know, for people who said beforehand, Hey, I didn't want to do any sign up for any battle royales, but they get there and they say, well, this is actually what I want to do the entire time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, running running out of, you know, running out of sealed product for battle royals is not a bad thing. No, no. As as an event organizer, you know, that's yeah. uh, yes. saying, As sorry, player. if you get to like 3 p.m. on Saturday and you're like, sorry, I'm out. Well, that, that's that's all right. I will yep. say as a, I will say as a player, it's a little disappointing, but it's a like an understanding disappointment. 
Because how many times at Nationals you've wanted to sign up for an event and they're like, we're stuck with DC figures now. And we're like, oh. Yeah, happened to me. And then we had to play, I think we played a Star Trek or something at one of the Nats. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, and you're like, well, yeah. at least I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> but look, here's yes, the thing. That was, that, was, that was, oh gosh, that was awful. That was, it was right? the first set where you could throw together four boosters and not get 300 points. Yep. Yep. That is a hundred percent right. So, I mean, that's the thing though, if we get 120 people there, you know, and I say to, to everybody, look, you're going to want to give us battle Royale numbers. And you know, people are like, ah, I'm kind of on the fence and 120 people say, you know what? I'll play some battle Royales at, you know, after I lost a 300-point modern or I lost a team sealed or whatever it is. Well, <laughs> you know, we're not WizKids. I'm not WizKids. I don't have, you know, 200 cases ready to go that we paid $8.26 for, you know? Yeah. Is there any additional prizing for Battle Royales? Or is it just the yeah, biggest? No. Nope. So in there, we're, there's going to be some super rares, some convention LEs, and some chases. And um, I'm not going to be cheaping out on that either. So when I say chases, I don't mean every single chase is going to be a $6 chase from, you know, 13 years ago. There's going to be randomly inserted like Doom chases, um, Fantastic Four chases, you know, X-Men chases. There's going to be a a lot of stuff to win. Well, is that in the Battle Royales or is that just in general? In the Battle Royales. Okay. I'm I'm asking because I'm looking through... I don't see that in your document. That's the only reason I was asking. There should be, um, within the Battle Royales of uh, prizing, like randomly placed Super Rares, Chases, and Convention LEs. Okay. But if not, that's definitely something I would like to edit in because there will pretty... be proper prizing. I think I read that in there, it seems like. Well, there's there's the mention of the casual night event. I'm just going through the document because that's a big thing. Like, yeah, I would definitely come down for battle rails for that kind of kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, exactly. I don't want other events, but you know what I mean. Of course, because and, you know, the thing is, is, you know, we charge a little bit more than one booster. um, But all of that money, all of the extra money after the cost of the booster goes directly to prizing. You know, so you are getting that back in some way or another. Yeah, I don't. I may be just missing it, but that's fine. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll the people, the there. people know now. They're listening. So. Yes, but I'll have to put that in there more, more explicitly stated because I want people to know that. You know, uh, we're not looking to cheap out at this event. I'm not. I'm. I'm not pocketing a penny. I'm. I'm losing money on this. Um, but hopefully, it could be a filler event. In the future, for you know, winter time or something, uh, yeah. come down to Florida. It, uh, it's I've just got to say it's funny you mentioned that. Like, at, the HeroClix event is a success whenever the event organizer loses money. That makes the player happy. <laughs> <laughs> there, there should be nothing wrong with <laughs> with saying that you made. A dollar, right? I don't care if it's a dollar or a ten thousand dollars, sure. right? You should be able to. I mean, Whiz Kids makes money off of going to a convention. I, I think there, it, it's 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 funny that you just have to put it that way. Well, well, um, to be honest with you, though, the the hotel that um, we're having this at, they said if I sign up again next year, 
after this event, like a month after, and put a deposit, I'll get a 15% discount, which will put me in the green. Yeah, yeah, which is fine, right? You should. Yeah, you should, I mean, it's a ton should, of work. You should get be yeah. compensated for your time and effort. It's and a lot. Now, <laughs> now, I will say, um, if anyone's on the fence listening to this, um, this is definitely not David's first foray into hosting an event. Um, for those that remember, you hosted the uh, like a Ultra Chase Thanos event at yes, the Nationals the like Cup. two years ago or yes, three years yes. now. It's been forever. <laughs> no, it was 2019, so it was just two years ago. Oh, okay. Whew, thank yes. Okay. The Thanos Cup. Yes, and that was a blast. That was I, I played in it. I didn't win, but it was still a lot of fun <laughs> being able to. You, you you rented out like a a bar or something, and we all came in and played. It was just a really good time. So it was it was great, and you know that's one of the inspirations too. Like how much fun did you have? Not even just winning, but in a in a in a setting where you could have fun and be competitive. And that's what I wanted the right. I want the Clips Cup to be. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. Back well, in the before, back in the before time, right? So well, that just shows how crazy all this has been. <laughs> it feels like three years ago, but it was just like a year and a half or something. It hasn't been that long. Yeah. It seems like <laughs> a lot longer though. <laughs> oh man, Every, everything feels like so much longer. Um, but then again, it also feels like time is short, right? It just seems like I was just at Origins. Because, you know, all I've done for the past 12 months is sit in my house and work. Yep. Yep. So. But, yeah, um, so besides, I guess the only other thing I would want to, David, since you know the area a lot more, there's a lot to do, obviously, in Orlando outside of the expensive parks, right? So if someone's oh, trying to plan a vacation... Like a, a dad's bringing his kids and wife down and be like, honey, I'm going to go play Hero Clicks for three days, but you take care of the kids. <laughs> you <go> so, <laughs> so, so the resort itself has uh, multiple pools, water slides. Um, it's on International Drive, which has literally a thousand restaurants, movie theaters. Um, there's a Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Um SeaWorld is about five minutes away, which isn't crazy expensive, FYI. Uh, Legoland is about 30 to 40 minutes away. Uh, again, not crazy expensive. Um, you have Disney Springs, which is 15 minutes away, which is a free-to-enter um, outdoor promenade with shopping, dining, big Lego store. You know, if you have kids, um, lots of places to eat. Um, there's like a little train ride there for, for, if you have a little one, there's a little carousel ride there. If you have a little one, you have universal city walk, which is, you know, a, a similar thing. So there's, there's more entertainment than you, you can imagine. And if, you know, you're bringing your wife down or whatnot, and, and, you know, she's obviously not wanting to play hero clicks. She can go to, you know, do whatever she wants. Um, there's, there's tons of shopping there. There's like three different premium outlet malls. There's a huge mall. I mean, there's, it's the, the amount of entertainment there is unlimited. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I think the last, I can't remember the last time I've been to Orlando. 
when you got your van, right? Uh, no, I drove. Uh, uh, no, that was. I actually went, I think, all the way down to Fort Lauderdale. Oh wow. Yeah, I think I flew to Fort Lauderdale and drove all the way back to Chattanooga in a day. Yeah. Yeah, and that was when flights were like I paid like eighty bucks to fly from Atlanta to to Florida and drove myself back. Like. Yeah, I think the good thing is that um, so um, for those looking, there are two airports in orlando there's the orlando internet and correct me if i'm wrong here david but there's the uh inter- speaking of flights there's the inter- there's the orlando international airport and then there's the one a little bit of north of town that's in sanford yes so uh, if you're looking at flights look at flying into either airport because um, i know that the um the we have a legion here in town that flies direct to Orlando, but it's to Sanford, not to the larger uh, Orlando airport. Yeah, so Sanford is about 40 minutes from the hotel, but the flights sometimes are like a quarter of the price. And if you fly into MCO, which is the international airport, it's 13 minutes to the hotel. So it's like right there. Right. So, you know, any, any town that has two big airports... You know, it's always a good thing to check both airports to get flowed in and flew into, and yeah, it gets you gets you a lot of options, right? Of course. So, all right, we've got a, a few listener questions tonight. Um, uh, let me do these in kind of order of. Uh, so Dustin Cravens just wants to thank you for putting this on and hope to be able to make it. Um, and then, so, uh, Kurt Thomas, initial takeaways from practice games with the new rules. Um, we talk about that a little bit. Jason and I did get to play in person yesterday. Yeah. So, um, sweet. You know, we felt, uh, safe enough around each other, given that we, uh, Jason's half vaccinated and has antibodies and I have antibodies. So it was fun to actually mm-hmm. play a clicks game with Jason for the first time in 13 months. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not online. I should say. Yeah. Not actually, actually in person. Yeah. Actually in person. Um, so the pulse wave change does feel, does feel like it's missing. Yeah. It feels bad. It, it so it don't I don't think it feels bad. Eh. It, it takes a strategic element out of the game. Of the game, yeah. Because you know you were playing Emperor Vulcan, I was playing God Emperor Doom, um, mm-hmm. and Punisher War Machine. But even in that instance, right? Like of course you know Emperor yeah. Vulcan can't be pulse waved. But like I didn't have any fear of you know where I placed my figures. Right. Because you didn't have any single target pulse wave options, right? I mean, because it didn't right. matter if you did that. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, it felt like a strategic element <clears throat> to take out. And maybe that makes the turns go faster. So maybe the benefit there is, you know, the speed of turns and, you know, act, you know, getting yeah. acting faster. 
Um, we got a lot of turns in, I, th- I feel like. Yeah, I mean, we played for 50 minutes, and it feels like we got a lot of turns in. Yeah. Um, I didn't count how many, but I, I, it was it was probably, it was a lot. Yeah, I felt like... Close there. to 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least 10, so... Um, that That's what it feels like to me, Kurt, is that the, the single-target pulse wave um, matters. You know, mm-hmm. the, the takeaway strategic matters for some of us, you know, I don't know, kind of old-timers. Um, Cosmic energy is great. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> uh, you know, I... I think I'm going to go ahead. My initial takeaway is that it's overtuned a little bit. Yeah, it's been it's been really big, and when we've played those figures, I mean, taking those tokens off, having a chance to do every turn. I mean, I guess we're looking at older figures, right? I mean, theoretically older figures, and. You know, so maybe they won't release as much power cosmic or cosmic energy, you know, going forward. Um, but man, we're looking at like stuff that was just released last set that's going to hopefully stick around for a while. And it's full of cosmic energy. I mean, you were rolling for high evolutionary, you're rolling for your yep. dark phoenixes, and you're rolling for Vulcan. Emperor Vulcan. Every turn. Yeah. And that made a difference. Yeah, it made <laughs> a big difference. I mean, you just, you can just, the action economy is a lot better just because of that. You can just, I mean, I think Emperor Vulcan went every <clears throat> turn in that game. Right. Now, much. you also had, like, situations where, um, you know, he got tokens off with the special damage power. Mm hmm. But. I mean, between that, the cosmic energy and leadership on like High Evolutionary, I think High Evolutionary got to go more than Vulcan did. Might have, yeah, yeah. Vulcan uh, had the leadership, so High Evolutionary benefited from that, and but High Evolutionary was really good. Right. Uh, and then the three through six on the Dark Phoenixes made a difference too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not worrying about hindering terrain is great. Uh, just go where you want. I mean, yeah, that Glen Grove Cemetery map is essentially a blank map for move for movement purposes. Yeah, I'm really eager to just get the rest of the rules so we know the things that are probably staying actually stay. So that way we can start running and having some online tournaments with these new rules because it's just being in this flux is just impossible to really run a tournament right now with new rules because you just don't know everything like you'd have to make a lot you'd have to make almost like your own rules document to be like okay this is how we're doing it we think that there is a sideline <laughs> we think this is actually existing like that's true yeah so it's like you, you got to make a lot of cases where it's like okay we, we think this is staying the same this is staying the same these are the differences, and that's just too much work for hopefully learning what the new full new rules are in like the next coming weeks. Hopefully, I mean we got to know before May, right? Because what is it? May first, new rules are in effect. Uh, I think when the set releases. Oh, I thought they said May. That makes sense. So yeah, well, April like 28th, a, yeah. you know, same. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah like I mean, a, it's, a it's five. It's less than five weeks away either way. Mm-hmm. Right, so and you know, it's funny because you brought up the you know new rules. I just can't wait to play King Thor and maybe take two tokens off in one turn. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, you know, by the time people listen to this episode, maybe we already have some of the news. But, I mean, there's still so many questions outside of new rules, like the alternative format that we still haven't heard anything about. The um, We're still... Waiting to hear about rotation. That should be hopefully sometime this week, unless they're yeah. just waiting to announce it. Yeah. So we're just so FYI, we're recording on Sunday. Uh, tomorrow on Monday, not that people listening, people that are listening will have already seen that we uploaded our unboxing of the uh, Wonder Woman 80th anniversary starter set, uh, the miniatures game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I plan on putting the podcast up on Tuesday. So it'll be up on the 23rd. So some of the stuff could be released on Monday or Tuesday. That'd be sweet. But who knows? So, yeah, some, actually something else to add now that I remember. We're waiting on our Sunday event at the Clicks Cup because we might – we were possibly thinking about using whatever WizKids had come out with as a new format. Um, so we were waiting to see, you know, cause Kenny had said something online and I was hoping to see it last week, but, um, you know, either way we were waiting to see what that was before, you know, determining that event. Mm-hmm. Skirmish. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're discussing that as like a skirmish dead or they, is that still a thing? Yeah. I don't like, think we were going to do that, but <laughs> it didn't really get to do anything cause it came out right before COVID hit really. And then. You know, mm-hmm. the, well, they also, yeah, they didn't really get a chance to support it. it they like previewed no. it at Worlds. They're like, here's some games. We're going to do some things. And then it's like they didn't get a WKO or anything to be like, here's what we're doing. We're going to do this skirmish format. And they had to ban some figures. Like they banned what, Lockjaw and Groot at the time before rotation mm-hmm. hit or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't think this alternative format is skirmish, but it wouldn't surprise me if we got, you know, next Worlds, whenever that happens, we get 300-point modern skirmish and whatever this new format is. And some mm-hmm. sealed and all sorts of stuff. Like, that would that would be fun. That give I would want it to almost be like a week of hero clicks if that's the case. Instead mm, of that sounds three, good. Yeah, yeah three, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, three days to have all those tournaments. It's like I want to play in every single one, but I don't think my body could handle. Like <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's the that's the difficulty when you know they want an event. If they make it much longer, though, you know you're starting to get into paying for a hotel room for five or six nights. That's okay. You know, like taking off work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tough. It's tough. I think you could do that after COVID. Like I think first event back from COVID, everyone is mm-hmm. just throwing money they're like yes five days please we have to make up for all of this i have (laughs) two years worth of pto and uh all this extra bonus money i've been saving for this new event and the sound you're hearing is me flipping money out of my hand um like at a stripper or something like that's (laughs) that's what i people are waiting for WizKids to do that just to throw money at them and be like yes please five days make it seven Let's do this. So, Alex, may I, may I remind you of the Clicks Cup held in Orlando, <laughs> Florida? Uh, <I'm> just, no. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for that. I, I, I still don't know if I'm going yet. Um, I'm one of those vaccine people, but um, I also oh, got to figure out. I, you know, leaving the wife and kids to go to Orlando. I did that once to go get the van, and I was like, "Honey, I'm not. All the beaches are closed, so you don't have to worry about me going to the beaches because this is during COVID." So, like, I was able to say, you don't have to. Because she was trying to say, hey, we should all go down. I was like, no, let me just go get the car. So, like, saying I'm going down for Heroclix to Orlando, I, I'm going to have to take the wife and kids. So, Yeah. I have about a dozen people that messaged me um, saying that that's what they were doing, actually. It you makes know. sense. Make, it, make a vacation out of it if you're of going course. down there. Of course, and there's tons to do. So, you know, it's not like, you know, when we were in Memphis before, I mean, you could tour Graceland in an hour. What else are you going to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want, you know, my fiancé walking around on the streets of Memphis at night, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say I will say that uh, that one barbecue place we went to was uh, was great during the day. But remember, we were trying to leave right before karaoke started. Yeah, oh, we uh, we and um, armed guards getting rough up in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, that's right. Yeah, we stayed at the barbecue place too long, and uh, you know, because it was funny because Guy Fieri had been there, yeah. and and then so like you know we were just chilling, having a good time, drinking beers, whatnot, um, and then they, they like. They like we start noticing that uh, Jason and Alex and I were becoming the minority in the restaurant, um, and we were like we were like I was walking out because they had the limo that come pick us up. They had a limo at the restaurant that would go to the resort and back and forth, and I was like I just asked the guard. Because he was armed, right? He had, like, yeah. a gun, yeah. right? He wasn't just, like, there for a presence. He had a gun. And I was like, so, man, do you need that? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, yes. Uh, somebody got shot here last week. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, can you, uh, can we get out of here now, please? <laughs> Uh, and it was like karaoke night. Like it wasn't even like it was just karaoke night. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. they got shot at night at, at karaoke night, and I was like, yeah. and our our limo was it, driven from like some guy from Swamp People or something. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being like, hey, honey, I went to Applebee's last night for some wings, and I got stabbed. <laughs> no, that's that's what this barbecue place was. If you, stayed, if you stayed there after hours when they turned it into a nightclub, you could have gotten stabbed. Now, for, for all those that didn't go to Memphis, by the way, for Worlds, it was a very great experience. So don't don't think that we were in gra- like grave danger. Like no, it was a fun I, night. Yeah, it, it was, was a great night. beautiful. We just stayed too late, <laughs> but like yeah, the the hotel was great. The the, the Worlds was awesome, I think. Like, it, it was right. It was great. Yeah. I think Orlando, like, if we could move Orlando somehow to the location <laughs> of Memphis, 
like <laughs> the Orlando environment in the center yeah. of the U.S. <laughs> yeah, but it's still Orlando's still a great place though. Like obviously, yeah, but it's very safe. At, I mean, anywhere you go there for nightlife, you are you know, especially in the tourist areas, you're gonna have no problems. Now, David, are you gonna be able to offer people um, tips on? exploring the orlando nightlife yes i am so after after registration um after you register and before you get to the event you will receive a document um you know with some tailored options for you on uh (laughs) to do (laughs) all pg-13 by the way for all the (laughs) listeners well, we're not a PG-13. We're show. not a yeah. We're not. We're, we're not more PG-13. of an R-rated show. Yeah, we're kind of R-rated. So I mean, you know, if you've well, got yeah, those kind of suggestions for people, then I mean, of there course, risque options available. Let's uh, just say uh, that. Let's just say he's running his own new marks. Believe it or not, want to see some. Want to see some interesting sites. Well, he's got the. Yeah, I mean, so the platinum <laughs> ticket includes a T-shirt. There's a package above that. Okay. <laughs> But you have to mention <laughs> promo code clicks to off. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, no, if anybody has questions, that, that's an easy one. Yeah. So uh, moving along with our questions on here. Um, so take hot, I'm going to have a hot take from my new from our new rules. So I'm, I'm upgrading old man Phoenix from a $120 sculpt in a $50 dial to a $120 sculpt with a $75 dial. Uh-oh, stop the presses. Mm. Ooh. That's my that's my hot take. So the, the healing <clears throat> plus the cosmic energy roll with an equipable shape change or with the basically with the, with this carnage symbiote healed with equipped um or even remaker um with charge flurry and exploit with battle fury i'm i'm upgrading him to a 75 dollar dial so that's my uh, that's my that's my hot take on the on the new rules stuff. So right now you're saying so it's rising. So for anybody that doesn't know, and they base their their hero clicks purchases on uh, Daniel's uh, evaluation. Uh, buy 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 your old man phoenixes because they're going to the moon. Is that what you're saying? Uh, like no, diamond, I would diamond hands. I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm not going to say that, but uh, uh, <laughs> he he's pretty he's pretty good. He is pretty good. I mean, he's still 170 bucks. Yeah, he, he's still super expensive. Um, you know, hey, and that and that's just slightly cheaper than one stock of GameStop. So just throwing <laughs> that out there. Right. Sure. If you got multiple stocks, just sell one. And well, you got capital gains and all that stuff. But you know what I mean. Enough to go get yourself an old man Phoenix. There you go. <laughs> Um, so Colin and Brandon, we've talked about the Sunday event at the Clicks Cup. Um, and then, so Giordano, like, so 
Giordano's is if Pulseway stays ruled as one damage in the new rules, do you foresee more Juggernaut? Um, I feel like we can't ever talk about Juggernaut it when on the shows that Tyler misses. Um, <laughs> Tyler doesn't want to talk about Juggernaut on the shows he's on. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, that's very true. So it's- I... I think yes. <clears throat> Is Juggernaut just going to be the perpetual piece that we talk about being very meta, but never actually has ever played in meta? I'm I'm afraid he might be. Like he's like, well, what about Juggernaut? It's like, yeah, what about Juggernaut? <laughs> <laughs> like that he's amazing. True. It's like, yeah, okay. Who's who, when, has he been played? Uh, no, it's true. I think everyone's. Everyone's just waiting for Tyler to play him, right? I think that's what it is. It's just like Well, I think there's a couple of rules clarification. The pulse wave certainly helps, right? Um but the the new rules don't specify heavies versus lights anymore. Um and we know so that we that that's what I'm saying that new rule book didn't spe- it says that both all objects are plus 1 damage. Yeah. Um so being able to charge Flurry with an object is an option, but, you know, six damage <clears throat> versus seven damage could make a difference on that first hit at 175. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, I think it's relevant. Actually, never mind. It, it was in the power and abilities card. So, yeah, now that that's that's the change. There's no difference. Yeah, so I mean, the knockback is a diff is what matters, right? Um, but I don't know. That's a you know, six damage does matter now because invincible doesn't a uh, cap at three. Um, so you know, I think it could be relevant. Um, let's see, what else do we got here? Um, we got one last question from Brian Gailey. More for a funsies questions, but Empire looks to be the first full Marvel crossover set in years. Are there any characters or themes you'd like to see taken advantage of of an all-titles-can-be-mixed set? Uh, Jay, I feel like a question for you, Jason, because I don't read comics as often as you do. Um, well, I read that event. I want to see uh, a new Wiccan uh, and a Hulkling that doesn't suck. Because <laughs> uh, all the Hulkins have sucked. He ju- he basically. can't in this set, right? Like, right? Isn't he he's like he's a big part of Empire. He is, yeah. Um, like we got, the, we got uh, yeah, we got the opportunity to have some good uh, objects, that, you know, for equipment. Those swords that they were uh, using there. Uh, I mean, it's got like the Shi'ar, the Scrolls, the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, the X Men. Uh, I think everybody's in it. I mean, I like to see a good mix of everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, other than those specific things, like I don't know because we've got like most of the Fantastic Four characters all of a sudden. So uh, now I guess we're going to get some Shi'ar in the X Men set, right? So yeah, it's, it's mostly a Shi'ar event, I think, isn't it? Rise and Fall. Yeah, I mean, we can get. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who else that could bring out. Uh, Wiccan and Hulkling are like my two biggest uh, wants, I think, out of that. I mean, I think we get a decent amount of Avengers 
I mean, it is Avengers, Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, Empire. So I think you have yeah. to expect that because they won't go a year and a half without a, a Avengers. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we're gonna get Iron Man, Hulk, you know, Iron Man, Cap, uh, Thor. Yeah. I like to see the the new Jennifer Walters, She Hulk, uh, or just Hulk as she's known now. They um, that version of her. They did they did preview that there'll be infamous Iron Man in the set. They showed a picture of him. Oh uh, yeah, people are missing him, right? Yeah. Well, I am. So that I mean, I'm I, when it comes to when it comes to Marvel sets, I'm an I'm a simple man. Uh, give me a uh, give me an Iron Man in the set, and I'm usually pretty happy. Oh man, what if they did infamous Iron Man and they still they gave him the Doom trade? Oh, you could. Ooh, that would be that would be interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's fine. Like that. Because they're all about cross set things and doing that kind of stuff. Even if it's just a one off, that, that wouldn't surprise me if they did that. Yeah, that's a hot take. Yeah, that's good. I like that. So yeah. we're expecting like one, maybe one more set for the year, right? Because Empire, I think, is September. We usually get like a December, no, end of November, December set. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wish they would make another Thor set. Yeah, like War of the Realms. Uh, yes, yeah. we are missing a War of the Realms set. I mean, I think that if we got told right. that there was a War of the Realms set coming, we'd be like, okay, yeah, we expect this. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, with, it's like with, a huge Asgardian no... crossover. Like, we need it. Yeah. It feels like we should have gotten that before Empire, though, realistically. It does. Um, that's more exciting to me, but I guess because it's tied into Fantastic Four, and this is just like the year of the Fantastic Four, so... True, but uh, a, a new Malekith would be nice. Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> like on that flying tiger thing that he had would be even cooler. Oh, on you mean on Venom? No, oh. he had like some kind of some kind of flying tiger or something he was riding on at some point. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We can dream. Yeah, now did we learn about Empire from the the Gamma event? Or whatever it was? It doesn't feel like it was. I think it just came up on the thing. Because Gamma's kind of going on right now. Gamma's already came and went. Uh, Now there's still more. Oh, is there? Yeah, it says like Thursday, March 18th, which has passed, Divisional... (laughs) and board meetings, and then Tuesday, March 23rd, Expo Welcome and Keynote Presentation. And then there's, like, an exhibitor hall during the day, and then there's a Saturday friendly local game store day, which probably isn't related, but I don't know. Uh, That's why I'm wondering, like, did we learn this from, like, the presentations on Tuesday, March 16th? Uh, we we should have we should have gotten a slides and stuff that we did, but I, I so I don't think so. Was there like a solicit or something for it? Wasn't that what it was? Like, I thought I remember seeing some sort of slide, but it wasn't. I don't remember. Uh, let me look. Where did I see this? I don't know. It, 
Yeah, I, I wonder where we... Um... Let's see. Oh, it was in ICV2 has an article on it. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I don't. Know, I think we just got yeah. the solicit, right? I don't know if we're. I don't know if we're going to get anything from Gamma or not. Then uh, it says here Alliance Open House is May seventh. Is that real? Yes, that sounds about right. So maybe we'll get m- more info then. This isn't that <laughs> when they do a lot. That's when we get the the bigger news. Yes. Like that's when they do the big slides is Alliance Open House, I feel well, like. Well, they do slides at Gamma, too. Right. They did last year. Gamma was one of the last things that happened before COVID, so. Yeah, so maybe in a month and some change, we'll get some more info about Rise and Fall, and uh, probably we'll get info on the last set of the year. And Yeah. Because I assume there's one more. There's, It's unusual that only have two Marvel sets in a year. Period. Because right. we got a DC set. You can't count House of... Oh, we got Future Foundation, I guess. So that is three. Yeah, remember this happened two years ago, though? We had a five-month break from from uh, full sets. I think the last one came out in September, and then there wasn't another until, like, January or February. Yeah. Like Next that, year's the 20th anniversary of Click, so maybe they're saving stuff. Oh. A Kingdom Come set, perhaps? Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up for tonight. I think I think all of our listeners for all their questions that they submitted. Um, David, we'll start with your final thoughts for the episode. This is great. I really appreciate you having me on. Thanks so much, and uh, thanks to all the listeners, you know, who who have uh, given us the time, uh, you know, to talk about this stuff. And I hope to see you all at the Clicks Cup. And registration is open in two minutes. Sounds good. Uh, Alex? Uh, I really cannot wait to do the tear maker for Wonder Woman. (laughs) 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 That is my point exactly. I I hope you can join us for this next one because tear makers have been such a blast to do. So I just can't wait to do another one. You guys oh, keep man. doing it in the middle of the freaking night. Like, it's not a good time. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's the only time we have to do anything, it seems like, anymore. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super excited about the Wonder Woman set. I just, I don't know. I, I got to study some more to get. I got to build some hype. Jason, we still, got some, we still got some legacy cards we don't have. Uh, That's true. That's true. Uh, it's nice to get to play a little in-person clicks, and uh, hopefully that keeps happening this year instead of not that's true so. all right thanks everybody for listening to click stuff today we'll talk to you all next time later <laughs>